This is the Triad Podcast Network. Hey, let's get this party going, man. Podcast. Ooh, Smoke City Meat Shirt. Nice. Yes, yeah. I need some Smoke City Meats right now. I like I like how you wear yeah. something you wear something Winston Salem on these podcasts. Your shirt is I do. Well, it was an Ardmore shirt last time, wasn't it? It was. It was it was a Stella Brew shirt, I think, last time. Ardmore Stella Brew. And this time yeah. it's a Smoke City Meats. Yeah. Bring in the triad love. Cause in your heart you never left. That's true. I'm still working mm-hmm. on just straight up bringing it to the tribe. Just merging it in. The greater tribe metropolitan region. <laughs> you're doing the uh, you're doing the real estate agent thing, mm-hmm. where, where you're just like, yes, tribe. this is in Ardmore, mm-hmm. and it's like, eh, it's like in Lexington. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's in the greater Ardmore area. Like, what is Ardmore? It's just most Winston, of Winston. Winston Salem, Winston Salem proper. Yeah. Right. Podcast. So how's it going, guys? Welcome to Triad Dads with a Drink. <laughs> Ding! I'm Dave. That's the sound of glasses clinking. Clink, Ding. clink. Oh, yeah. Clink. If I clink my glass to the webcam, is that... Ding! Every, quick, everybody hold Broken. your glass up hold to on. the webcam and let's cheers. Clink! Oh, yours is empty. Well, it's empty because I was going for it's a sound effect. Are we ready? Wait, wait, oh, let's yeah, you get the sound effect cue. Okay, go ahead. That's good. Now we that can start the podcast. Now we can start the show. I'm blurry now. I shouldn't have done that. There we go. Now we can start That's the show. So it's Triad Dads with a Drink. It is a podcast where three dads who have at some point in their lives lived in the Triad. It's true. North Carolina, <laughs> the Piedmont Triad. Get together and have a drink and talk about life. Now we do it by Zoom as and if we're we just are. like finding out about the pandemic in 2022. Is there another one? <laughs> what? Oh, no. Yeah, I can't do another one. At the... I can't do it. <laughs> Why is there a pandemic? I can't Go. do it. Go away, CDC, with your monkeys. I don't want your monkeys. <laughs> with your pangolins. <laughs> so who are you, guy, in the middle? Or is everyone in the same squares? You're in the middle. You look is like you're consistent? talking to yourself. I'm, to I'm in the middle? <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the left on my screen. You're on the right, and Dave's in the middle. Oh, boy. Hey, this is, this I'm on the guy. Guy who's in the middle hey. for two of us. Who are you? <laughs> is that me? Is that yeah. me? Yes. You're I'll the see. meat. To, you're I, the I, meat to this. You're the meat to this sandwich. Ooh, I am the meat to this sandwich. Red meat, bread. Smoke city meats. Mm. Right, that's my middle. I'm Dave. Full uh, circle. Triad adjacent, and I'm married. Two kids. Mm-hmm. Sneak, yep. star, and a dog. For dogs. Oh. Nice. Look at now, that. now I've revealed her identity, though, so I have to I have to redact that from the pod. She can get her. She can get her to be to be out. Should we now single we out into dog production? Mm-hmm. So, so that's it. You? How about you, guy? Oh, who are you? Me. So I'm Adam. I am married. I live in the triad, no intentions of leaving, and I have three kids. They are Cody, who just turned nine, 
my, my two boys are at very nice ages. One is six and one is nine. <laughs> nice. What? What, I, th- huh? what? What happened? I'm sorry? Hmm? What did you say? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I said. I, I said they're ages. I don't. Yes. It, it's, it's, they're at nice ages. What's wrong with that? They are nice. It's very nice. Yeah. Those ages yeah. are nice. Um, and we have Picky Eater, who is six. And we have Little Nugget, who is 18 months now. 18 months. She's 18 months. And getting so big. Yeah. Boy, she's got a lot of personality. She does. She has a lot of personality. Yeah. She will tell you mm-hmm. exactly what she wants. and You won't understand a word of it? You won't understand a word <laughs> of it. Nope. Spoiler alert. It's her mom. Yes, right. That's true. <laughs> that is the one word that she knows how to say over and over again is, Mom? Mom? That's the funniest Mom? thing about her. Mom? She was a tiny child who learned to walk early and would just walk around because she had older brothers who always said mom. So it's this tiny little baby child. Mm-hmm. You know, she was what? Started walking when she was like 10 months 10 old. Months, yep. Just walking around saying, mom, <laughs> mom. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. It, it's it, my favorite. She'll look at me and like hand me a pencil because she's done drawing with it. And she'll just say, mom. Just mom. <laughs> everything is everything is mom. Mom. Yeah. Perfect. So, uh, so yeah, that's who I am. Uh, who are you, guy on my right? I am Tim. I am married. I have two kids. Their names are Piglet and Chicklet, or at least their code names are Piglet and Chicklet. And they are eight and seven, which is crazy because um, they are uh, 20 months apart. So we are in that beautiful little window where they're like side by side. They're also in adjacent grades. They just started school yesterday. Uh, second grade and third grade. It's bananas. Hey, real real quick, before we get into this, Tim, uh, you described mm-hmm. the perfect start to a day in the life of a dad oh, yesterday. Oh. And it, when you said that yeah. your girls just started back at school, it reminded me of this. Can you tell our audience, our dad, uh, our, our dad-interested audience, the start of the day that you had yeah i mean this is it's a perfect morning got up got out of the house on time for the first day of school got through car first day of school got through car line in a mercifully short period of time just sort of got right through it had so much time left over because i had really carved out some time you you blocked out some hours right yeah, that first day car line. There are people who was like, have you ever had a car that you've driven? <laughs> and have you ever had a child before? And I get and like, your kid doesn't even look, that's not a kindergartner. What are you doing? What are you doing? You've done this in previous years. What is happening? <laughs> what? The kid doesn't have shoes on. What is the matter with you? Notebook bag. Turn and get the kid. I know. I know. He's going to come. Don't get out of your car. Don't get out of your car. Don't get out of your seat. Here's one of those things we talk about. We've talked before on the pod about the virtues of a minivan. And one of the the, the time that the minivan shines is at Carline. That's true. Carline, you drive up, you open that that door starts opening. You know, like you you pull to a stop and push button, open the side door. Those kids go go go. You feel like a jump master. They're hanging you on, feel like right? A, like a paratrooper. You know, you're you're a Navy SEAL. Uh, you know your instructor, and they're just yeah, they're, they're they're clipped on, and they're out the door. You barely even have to stop the car; they just tuck and roll. You drive you before ground. you even close the doors. Can you just like throw it back and drive, and then and then hit absolutely. The door yeah. Do you, that's the coolest part. You put a pull string on the side of their backpacks when they go. Just oh yeah, just, just for effect. <laughs> and then a, 
a bed sheet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So dropped the kids off, sailed through car line, no problem. And then I was able to go and get a biscuit on the way to work, stopped off, got a biscuit at Acadia Grill, uh, located in the lovely Washington Park neighborhood. Not a sponsor, could be. Not a sponsor could be. It was delicious. It was uh, uh, so tasty. And then uh, did the Wordle in two shots. Two-shot Wordle, biscuit, five-minute car line. Wordle, biscuit. There's no finer day. No finer morning. That's pretty amazing day. That's just and like... And just moonwalked into work. Like I own the world. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's basically the scene in The Matrix where yeah. all of a sudden... <laughs> Neo realizes he's just seeing the numbers, yep. and he just you know swats down the bullets, yep. and yeah. everything's fine. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. That's pretty awesome. Uh, I was so jealous. So yeah, I was that's, so jealous. That's us in a nutshell. Those are the guys. Yeah. All right. That's it. So uh, you just cracked your drink open, Tim, and poured it. So why don't you start us off? Uh, we've got a very special portion of what are we drinking tonight? Don't we? That's right, because we have a very generous sponsor this evening, uh, which is Fid- Fiddlin' Fish Brewing Company. Brewing Company. No, see, I left the G off the wrong word. Fiddlin' Fish Brewing Company. Brewing's an animal. They've got no G on Fiddlin', but they do have a G on Brewing, so they're not a brewing company. They're a brewing company, mm-hmm. because a brewing company would manufacture bears. Correct. Right? That's correct. <laughs> so, Fiddlin' Fish Brewing Company, uh, which has provided us with some delicious beers to taste. The one that I just cracked is oh, That Fish Two, two Cray. cray mm-hmm. The double. Which is a New England-style double IPA. It's a limited release. The double IPA, that's right, the double IPA version of their New England IPA, which is called That Fish Cray. Uh, and uh, it is quite delicious. It is... Uh, Eight and a half percent ABV, so I hope I'm still hitting all my uh, uh, words right. Back, and, uh, back half of the podcast here. is going to be fun tonight. You're going to need, you're gonna need um, that 2 a.m. biscuit tonight. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's really delicious, and we appreciate the support from Fiddlin' Fish. Yeah. Great brewery, a great community uh, uh, brewery. They, in addition to making great beer, they also host a lot of really cool events. I particularly like Monday nights at Fiddlin' Fish. There's a run club. There's a bike group ride that I take part in, uh, and there's also um, a uh, bluegrass group that gets mm-hmm. together and just cool. sits in the corner and plays bluegrass and traditional music. So, um, yeah, it's a great great brewery and good beer, and I'm enjoying yeah. the uh, That Fish 2 Cray. Adam, what yeah, do you thanks add? To, thanks to our buddy David um, over at Fiddle and Fish for uh, supporting the show. So, yeah, so we'll be enjoying some Fiddle and Fish beer on the show every month. I am drinking Space Angler, one of their uh, one of their pillar beers, um, very popular beer, one that they do really well. It's an IPA. Really like it. I'm drinking it out of my Tyrion Lannister glass. I drink it. I know things. I drink it. I things. I drink it. I things. So, yeah. So, House of the Dragon. I'm very excited for that. House and, of the Dragon uh, this rings of, and the Dragon this And the Rings of Power on uh, September 2nd. So, uh, yeah, a lot of TV to watch here soon. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited because when we go there next month for our September show, uh, they said that they would have already started uh, pouring their Oktoberfest beers. So we'll probably get to have some of those on next month's show. 
Not pumpkin beers. They don't believe in pumpkin beers, which I can respect. I'm not a pumpkin beer guy myself. I can respect as well. Yep. Yep. Um, but we'll we'll be enjoying some October. Dave, you you're a pumpkin beer guy. Dave loves love pumpkin, pumpkin beers. beers. I do. I love a good pumpkin flavored beer. What I do not like is a pumpkin beer in July. Like saw a big huge display of pumpkin. Some yes. Right in. It was it was like mid July. I was like, who's trying to drink a nine percent pumpkin beer? Right. When the heat index is 105, right? That's just insane. And then I walked into Lowe's the mm-hmm. other day, and it's like just a full Halloween display. And I'm like, it's two months, y'all. It's two oh. months out. It's too soon. It's too soon. It's still 90 degrees. Get off my lawn. Yeah. Well, though I will say we've gotten a little bit of preview fall weather. We've gotten bit. at least some cooler mornings. That's right. And some lower daytime temps. It's That's not been right. so bad. Been in the 90s. Oh, it's, it's been, been oh, it's been heaven. The last couple of days. More moderate. It has been more moderate. Stop. Uh, weather talk. The, the, it's been beautiful. The go-to, the go-to small talk on your work Zoom meetings. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> I enjoy sometimes talking about the weather, okay? I don't like that talking about the weather has become this big, like, oh, touch point for oh, banal conversation, talking about the weather. People talk about all kinds of boring stuff all the time, and off. it's the weather that gets it. Come on. He took his we're, headphones off? We're my my the, wife, my lovely wife. My, my, my lovely my wife, wife, my wife, she, lovely wife, she made sure that I emphasized lovely. She just poked her head in and had something to I say. I heard lovely. So, I heard the lovely. I do realize that if we, we get tired I of listening, we want to get I thought you heard, I thought you heard. Her headphones out. Like, I thought you heard poke, but that's okay. Um, oh, boy. Now, now Dave. <laughs> Dave, what are you hey. tra- Dave, since Dave has left us, since Dave is no longer in the immediate triad greater and is triad. instead in the greater triad, the triad. Uh, he was not able to take part in the Fiddlin' Fish largesse, and so uh, he's got to drink something else. So what do you have for us, Dave? I know I do love Fiddlin' Fish, and I know that Fiddlin' Fish misses us and our contributions to their bottom line since we left our uh, downtime residence of the past four months. But uh, in, in lieu of that tonight, I'm drinking... Uh, Dingo Dog Brewery, a little micro, micro brewery here in Carborough, North Carolina, uh, uh, called um, Chipper's Pale Ale. So it's a nice, malty, 5% pale ale. Um, Went there for the first time today, never been to the brewery, picked up some beers, a little locally owned spot. So I like to think that uh, they share share a certain ethos with, with fiddle and fish. It's a fish, it's a dog. I don't know, they're both animals. Both animals. They're, they're a little known fact about that beer too that I read about it. It's got every uh, pint of it's got little pieces of Chipper Jones in it. <laughs> just little tiny, just a tiny little piece of Chipper. That's Jones all right. I'll, I'll, you know pint. what? I was going to make a bad joke about dogfish brewing, but uh, you you beat me I'm, to the punch okay. for yeah. bad. You, you you won bad the bad dad, the bad, uh, bad dad yeah. joke. Bad dad joke. Although that's an oxymoron. I'm just telling the truth. This is just I'm I'm spreading the word about. Uh, Retired baseball players uh, in <laughs> contained in beer. That's all. <laughs> all right. Uh, should we do dad moments? That's what we're drinking. Cheers. That's what we're drinking. We're Cheers. drinking. Cheers. The Triad Podcast Network is presented by Icon Custom Builders in Winston-Salem. We've all been there. You're thinking of making some changes around the house. So what do you do? You take to social media, ask for recommendations to make those home improvements, and inevitably, you get 20 responses and each one has a different answer. You're even more confused. Well, we're here to make it easy for you. Just talk to our friends at Icon Custom Builders. Whether it's a large or small renovation, they've been transforming homes in the triad since 2005. And like we've been saying for several months now, chances are you've got more equity in your home than you realize. 
So now could be the perfect time to consider some upgrades. Maybe you want to modernize your kitchen or optimize your outdoor space for entertaining. You can even restore your older home with a more functional layout and design while preserving the original character and charm. Whatever's on your wish list, Icon can help turn it into reality. Now, if you're like me, the whole idea of home renovation is overwhelming. But not to worry, Icon has a full-service design-build team that guides homeowners through every step of the process. Just visit their website, IconCustomBuilders.com, to schedule a consultation and start your dream project today. Dad moments. Who's got a dad moment for us? I got a dad moment. I'm You go first. No, no, you. Okay. So, my dad moment took place uh, about this time last week <laughs> my uh my wife are you okay you okay <laughs> well down down the wrong pipe there a little bit with the uh with the, okay? the dingo dog <laughs> fine fine yeah this is great audio really great is. audio yeah <laughs> it's a great podcast up in post no never <laughs> no. <laughs> there's no such thing as post post is bedtime um he's just gonna post so, it post malone yeah. Last week, my uh, my wife and uh, my three kids took a road trip to Cincinnati to visit my wife's family. And uh, while I finished up my week at work, my plan was to fly up there one way on Saturday morning, spend the rest of the weekend there, and then help them drive home. So um, driving in a car with three children can be very stressful especially if you're by yourself and especially when one of them is in an basically still in an infant car seat at 18 months rear facing and doesn't like to hold still for very long you know with with the older kids you can keep occupied right there's there's movies there's activity books there's i mean we all know what we're doing in the car they're getting tablets and movies and they're keeping themselves occupied that way but you, you got to dole it out, though. You got to dole you it do. out. We, we, we give them the, brain breaks. We keep those tablets. Yeah. yeah, we keep those tablets held back. And then just when they're about to break, yeah. just when they can't stand it anymore, yeah. boom, tablet. Yeah. We go like hour on, hour off. That's what we try to do. Yeah, hour on, it's a good idea. hour off. And, uh, I mean, the trip usually starts with, with the screens. Um, but we had to try to figure out a solution for our baby, little Nugget. So um, it was my responsibility to find a way to keep her occupied when she wasn't sleeping. It's about a seven-hour drive. She might nap for two hours at the most of that seven hours. Typically, if we're driving together, I'm the one driving. My wife can hop back there and and help out the baby and, and do whatever is needed. But if she's by herself, obviously it's a different story. So we have um, we have a minivan, and we have one of those drop down DVD screens, right? Which is great for everybody sitting in the back seat, unless you're not facing forward, like she was. Oh man, that stinks for her. Yeah. So what I did was my uh, my oldest son Cody. He has an old phone that I upgraded from, and we I kept the device. 
it's it's deactivated, but it still uses it can still use Wi-Fi, so you can just use it as a Wi-Fi device. So he can, if he ever needed to, he he likes playing on like Messenger Kids and things like that, and um, he might play games every once in a while on it. So I took that device, I downloaded Disney Plus, I downloaded as many episodes of Bluey as I could because our daughter yes. loves Bluey. Yeah. Yes. Here, here, because she's human. Yeah. Here's where I get the, big, the best. Because right, she's a child that exists, so therefore she loves Bluey. Um, I downloaded every episode of season two, every episode that they released from season three, which I think was half of the episodes from the season. So there's about seventy-seven minute episodes yep. of Bluey on that phone. And if you download them, obviously you don't need Wi-Fi to play them back. So wherever, so yep. you load them up. I went to Best Buy. I bought a really cheap uh, car holder. I stuffed half of it underneath the headrest, in between the headrest and the seat of the seat where she was in. So the holders just kind of wedged in there. Put the phone in there. Was able to find a long enough charger to plug it into a power source in the back of the van. So it wouldn't die, and whenever she needed to, my wife could, or my my oldest son actually could just load up Disney Plus, load up some episodes of Bluey, and made the drive so much more palatable. So That's that was amazing. my dad moment of the month. Modern problems require modern solutions. Right, you're a That's, champion. That's right. That's amazing. And as an aside, because I'm going to take the moment to to take it, Bluey. We've got a bandit has showed up, right? Best dad right. ever. In a previous previous episode yes. of the pod. Bluey season three. Second if second to Walter White, it, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm we watched two more tonight. It's incredible. Cried cried a little bit at both. One of them didn't even have any words. I don't know if you guys have seen the Bluey. There's a Bluey in episode in season the rain. three. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen any yeah, of season rain. three yet. Oh just tearing up. Oh man. Okay. So <sighs> let me tell you. The one about chess, yeah, chest killed me. Yep, yep. Yeah, chest. Yeah. Did it checkmate you? Killed me. It checkmated check my me. soul. And uh, but, you, <laughs> but and this is all you know. Th- no spoilers here because Adam hasn't watched them yet. Uh, but you know which one is my kids' absolute favorite of all time? Bluey episode from season three or any season. It is Unicorse of Unicorn, season three, yeah. but it's their yeah. all-time favorite. Yeah, is Unicorse. That is an incredible it. episode. Yeah, I laughed really hard, but the kids can't stop talking. They can't about. stop. They can't stop. And what should I care? Yeah. And what should I care? It's, it's uh, an incredible show. Uh, feel- for those who do not know Bluey, um, pause the podcast right now. Yeah. Uh, log on to Disney Plus. If you're a dad, you have it. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't have it, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Log on to Disney Plus. <laughs> Chances are, depending on your cable subscriber, you may or your uh, uh, cell phone company, you may be able to get it for free. Get onto Disney Plus, find Bluey. It if you don't know what it is, it's it's about a family of dogs who live in Dog Australia. You don't need to know anymore. Nope. Just log just on amazing. to it. S- seven amazing. minute episodes. Just watch it. Just watch it all. I'm gonna say it's the Special greatest the greatest parenting advice ever produced in any medium. Like greatest kids show of all book. time, right? Greatest kids show of all time, but the greatest show ever for like if you're like, what if I wanted to be a better parent, 
what book should I read? What class should I take? You should just watch all the blueies. It's get, it's given us so many ideas of things to just do around the house, like games to play. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. I can't I'm tell you. I can't bit. tell you how many times. I can't tell you how many times we have bridged the time from dinner to bedtime with a game of Daddy Robot. Daddy Robot. <laughs> that is right. Yeah. There's some Daddy Robot at the beach, if Magic. I remember correctly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> in the in the ocean. <laughs> in the ocean, there's some, some serious Daddy Robot going on. Yeah. So. Well, how about you, Dave? Uh, what's your dad moment of the week? All right. So, how does it incorporate my, Bluey? So here's my dad moment of the week. We just moved to this triad adjacent location, and I'm trying to do a little bit of like getting the house. <laughs> I got everybody laughing. I'm a I'm a comedian. I'm. <laughs> trying to do a little bit of Monica in my life. All right, everybody, <laughs> shake it out. I think this might be the best part of the podcast. People can be like, that part where y'all just couldn't talk right. Yeah, we're leaving it all in. We're leaving it all That part where your audio quality just completely changed and then you just <laughs> couldn't stop laughing and get through a sentence. That was Man. amazing. Boy, you guys, it's real art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is very highbrow art that we're doing here. Performance theater. Uh, so I'm, do, I'm doing this, uh, you know, just little project. I'm like, oh, we've got all this stuff we've got to put together. And I'm like, I'll just start with like the easiest, like little flat pack box. You can see this tiny little like Ikea. It's not even Ikea. Ikea would be great just to this little bookshelf back here, right? This little Amazon knockoff. Um, and so I'm just laying in the floor, putting it together. Uh, Sneak's helping me, right, with like the screwdriver and the little, you know, 57 hex wrench screws and all that stuff. And at some point in the process of putting this like nine pound thing together, I apparently just completely shred my lower back, like gone. Uh, figure it out the next day when at three o'clock in the morning, I wake up because I have to go to the bathroom and I'm on my back and I can't roll over. Like I'm, you know, in my nineties and just like on my last legs. And I'm thinking how I've been bested, right? I've been bested by like a 20 pound, $82. Whoa, 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 whoa. You said push. nine pounds. And now you I say 20 pounds. And I'm looking at that know. thing on the video, and it doesn't look like it's either of those amount of pounds. No, it's not. I'm just trying to make myself sound better. I've, it's it's sad, but it's true. So I just, you know, old man, just getting bested by this little bookshelf. Uh, then I'm like taking off work the next day and can't can't literally lean over to put my shoes on. I have to call in slip his loafers on so he can go to work honey right like just unbelievable now my thing's telling me my internet's unstable i think it's a solar flare <laughs> is what we've got going on i saw that in the news today that the aurora borealis is supposed to be dipping further south than it most likely normally does so i blame that the yeah, borealis it's the, it's the aurora borealis the bore. That's what it Aurora is. Borealis. That's also what, it also got my back. It got my back. <laughs> got back. Um, it got my back. But then, like any good dad, right? I'm sitting there, my back is busted. I'm like barely starting to mend. And so, what do you do if you're your dad and your back is hurt and starting to get better? Do you ease up and take it, take it restful? No. You go outside and be like, I'm gonna rip up all these bushes and dig up the stumps and build myself a raised patio outside my house as a sitting area. You did that with a bad bag. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I are you did. doing? Yeah, the, mm, not, not smart things. Not smart things at all. 
You had a one-man so stump fest with a bad back. stump fest with a bad back. Just out there with like a Matic being like, eh. you know, it's just. Another blue was, reference. Was it pretty? That's right. Well, stump fest action. Stump fest is not fun. They make it look real fun and blue. Ah, he lost it again. <laughs> Did you dig my, out your fiber story. while you were digging out maybe your stuff? What is that what's going on? Maybe, maybe it's just like somebody being like, this podcast is not good. We're just going to cut them off at the internet. <laughs> we're just going to cut them off. So wait a minute. You built a raised patio? No, I'm not done. No, I'm not. I started. I started a raised patio. I've not completed a raised patio. Uh, now, I have, when you say raised patio, what are we talking Okay, Patio so that's, that's up, raised up. No, so Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm familiar with the concept of raised. It's above ground. I'm familiar with the concept of both raised and patio. I'm asking how those two words intersect in this particular situation. And I told you. So house has like, you know, over time the house is, the, like, the, the area next to the house is settled. So essentially the ground next to the house is at an angle like this. So the problem one is like all the water flows down the hill and just hits the foundation and then just like, you know, goes in the ground right next to the foundation, which is bad. But also it's just angled. So what I'm trying to do is like build up and then level so that the patio will be, which I'm not doing a very good job at um, because I don't know what I'm doing, right? I'm not very good at this. So I have a levelish base right now that I've built up using like stone and stuff. And at some point I need to just like just do my best job and put the big papers down and see where we see where we land. So, so you're moving like, earth with a bad back that you yeah. ruined on yeah. a knockoff flat pack. Yes. Uh, shelf yes. unit. Yeah. That looks like it couldn't hold one of the pavers that no. you were moving. No, that's right. That's right. Just really bad stuff all the way around. Strong work. That's it. Strong work. So, so, so what's, what's your, what's your mo? Uh, my demo that's you just abbreviate shorter. moment demo. Yeah. Okay. It, I, I don't even use the second D and dad. It's just demo. Demo. Uh, my demo uh, is that this uh, past week we went to the beach and, um, you know, as I mentioned before, two kids, seven and eight, the seven-year-old has been very slow with the two-wheeled bike. Uh, hasn't really crossed that threshold of leaving the training wheels behind very content to ride in the trailer on long bike rides. I love bikes. I like bike rides. Uh, my eight-year-old loves bike rides. Uh, you know, we take family bike rides, but we always put the little one in a trailer because she won't get it together and ride the bike. This past weekend, she got on those two wheels. She rode that bike. She killed it. She did a great job. Yes. We, on the first, uh, she got up on two wheels and within uh, 20 minutes, we took a family bike ride where we rode about two miles uh, uh, down to a coffee shop yeah. and back. Um, I mapped it. It was like 1.9 miles there and back. Nice and flat, though, because it's at the beach. And we got there. And on the way back, she's starting to kind of like, you know, she's tired. She keeps, you know, sort of like she's having trouble with the brakes. It's a coaster brake. So you got to keep your feet on the pedals. And hit the brake with your feet, which is counterintuitive when you're a little kid and you feel like oh, I'm going towards something. I want to take my feet off the pedals, but that just makes it worse. So I'm having a reminder constantly, don't take your feet off the pedals. Keep your feet on the pedals. Use the coaster brake. She 
she's having a hard time, so she stops. And then at some point, I think I start singing it. They've been watching the show Tots. It's another Disney show, which it stands for uh, Tiny Ones Transit Service. It's basically they're the storks who deliver the babies, pretty much. And there's a song they sing towards the end of each show uh, about bringing these babies home. Da, 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 da. Bringing this baby home. home. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I start singing that for some reason because they've been singing it, uh, just trying to keep the energy up uh, because the two of us, the uh, uh, my wife and my other daughter, they're way ahead. They're not. They're they're not waiting anymore. And so it's just the two of us, and we start going. And uh, at some point, I kind of start singing it, and she picks it up. She sings that song over and over again. She must have sang it eight or ten times between where we had stopped and the beach house where we were staying. So for like a mile, she's just singing on a constant loop. Like a rocket through the sky we go, bringing this baby home. And at some point she says, uh, I say, hey, you're doing a really great job. And she said, Pip and Freddie never get up, give up and neither will I. Oh. And she rode the whole way and she, it was incredible. And she's, she's too big for the bike. You know, it's still a 12 inch tire, you know, bike um, that okay. had training wheels on it, a small one. Uh, she's a little too big for that, but we weren't going to get her a new bike until she dropped her training wheels. Uh, so she's, you know, just her little legs are pumping and she's just going, bringing this baby home. And it was incredible. I got to watch her push through uh, uncertainty and uh be really brave and make a choice and the rest of us were patient and brought her along and it was just a great family moment a great dad moment and uh yeah that was uh super fun that is awesome i'm proud of that kid she's she did great she did great that's 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 one of the that that's got to be one of the most proud moments that a parent can experience is watching their kid learn to ride a bike yeah yeah that's right it's it's fun and you know and we're we're like we're not a an insane bike family like some people who are like yeah my kids started riding a bike when they were three or whatever and that's like but we are kind of a bike fan like we we ride bikes a lot together um i ride bikes a fair amount and then my uh you know we've done a like an overnight bike packing trip with my other daughter and uh, you know, my brother lives in town and we all ride bikes together a lot. Uh, so this was a really big thing that like this opens up. It was a massive unlock. You know, I, like I felt like we just leveled up as a family. Like now all of a sudden it's like, what will your next adventure be? You have so many options now. Um, and it was, it was really rad. We had a good time. That was fun. Love it. That's awesome. And speaking of uh, dad moments, we, uh, every podcast, we uh, pick a favorite listener submission for a dad moment of the week, and we uh, award them with something that we have around. And it just so happens that our friends at Fiddlin' Fish were able to provide us with a gift card that we could provide uh, to a listener who uh, submitted their favorite dad moment of the week. So I'm going to read it for you. Dad moment of the week from a listener. And I read. I'm going to read now uh, from a listener, Jeremy. He says, I replaced a toilet fill valve this week. Amazon Prime got it to me before I could make it to the hardware store. And maybe for less, that's a win right there. 
while we're replacing the part, my four-year-old waltzed in after bath time and took, I took the opportunity to teach her some plumbing basics. She was mm. interested. At least she didn't immediately run away. So that, as for a dad moment, you've got a couple of things in there. DIY, home improvement, replacing the plumbing valve instead of calling a plumber. Yep. Attempting to teach your child something that you think they're interested in, but they probably aren't. That's dad moment number two. And dad moment number three, value. You got it from Amazon Prime, uh, faster than the local hardware store. Though I do say support local first, but still strong dad moment. Strong dad moment. So for that, Jeremy, you are our winner. You are the recipient of a Fiddlin' Fish gift card. We will get to you via stork service. I'm going to send my. Uh, I'm going to send my seven year old. Taking this over. gift card home. <laughs> da, 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 da. As get long as she doesn't. As beer. long as she doesn't ride and take it straight to a uh, and fish. She, you, I can't promise that she won't. Again, she's going to be on the group ride with me next time, uh, and she's going to do yeah. a twelve mile loop of town. Come in and be like barkeep. <laughs> Give me some of your finest. Give me seltzer. So Tim, how yes, do how does one submit a dad moment if they want to win a fiddle and fish gift card next time? Anyone who is interested in submitting a dad moment can do one of two things. One, they can look for us on social where we post a call for dad moments of the week uh, at a given time on both our personal accounts and on the Triad Podcast Network accounts. Mm-hmm. And also they can email those to us at triaddadswithadrink at gmail.com. Mm. That's triaddadswithadrink at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And thank you again to Fiddle and Fish for making this contest more than just for bragging rights. It's more than just for bragging rights. Right. It just means more. It just it's means for real more. It just means for real. More. The Triad Podcast Network is sponsored by Jennifer Johnson, owner of Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and a local certified financial planner who helps people plan for big financial goals such as retirement or college. Especially now, navigating markets is challenging, particularly for those gearing up for retirement, young professionals, business owners, or retirees. Am I saving enough for retirement? As a business owner, do I need a workplace retirement plan to attract and retain key employees? Am I using the right individual investment strategies? Personally, I had some of those questions. Plus, how do I save for my kid's college education? So I went and got local independent advice from Jennifer and her team at Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. They're located in Winston-Salem, and you can get started like I did with a complimentary, no-obligation consultation right here in the triad. Just call 336-701-1600 or email jennifer at the number 3-magnolias.com. Jennifer at 3-magnolias.com. And be sure to catch Jennifer's podcast covering all sorts of financial tips, trends, and strategies right here on this same feed with the Triad Podcast Network. Securities offered through Satara Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satara Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satara is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Okay. Uh, you know what I, You know what also means more? Yeah, and anything that? else on this podcast. It is the most valuable member of our podcast. No offense to the two of you guys. It's true. It's it so is true. the wheel. Yeah, I was going to say, what is that thing behind you? It's it massive. Is. It's wheel-like. It's imposing. 
It's handsome. Oh, up, up, up here. Sorry, I was looking down for a minute. I don't know why. No, 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 no. No need for that. It is the wheel. Yeah. The wheel that dictates who speaks first on a topic and who simply uh, supplies their two cents. <sighs> so uh, why don't you give that? Why don't you give that wheel a spin? Hey, before you give that wheel a spin, stretch out really well because as we've mm. learned from a friend today, stretch my yeah. Your, you throw your back out really easily. Make sure my lower back is ready for this. That lower back. <sighs> Give that wheel a spin. Yeah. Given that wheel a spin. Dave noise canceled the wheel. Oh no! <laughs> is it because of your uh, because of your earbuds? Is that the noise cancellation happening? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. No, because the um. No, it can't be because uh, it can't, it can't, it's not picking yeah, up any audio. Right. So it's just going into my yep. ears. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. So it could oh, be Adam because Adam took his headphone off. Who came up? It landed on Dave. Dave. Hey, I did it. Did it. Okay. So uh, here's my topic. So one of the things that we found is pretty amazing about having kids, right? Is if you've got more than one, there's some interesting dynamics that come up between you and the kids. Um, and they change and they morph over time. And so uh, it's just fun to see how their dynamic with each other plays out and then um, how the dynamic with the kids and you as parents uh, change out. So I've observed something, my, my wife and I have, and we thought this is something we wanna see if our friends on the pod also experience. And then perhaps, uh, for our dear listeners out there, it sparks, uh, sparks a little thought for you. So that is, we can take an everyday task like, I don't know, go to the store. And if I go to the store and have both kids, it could be like controlled chaos, right? Like we're going after everything we see on the shelves. There's like, you know, just, uh, just a lot of, lot of happening. But if you do the same thing with just one kid, it's this like magical mind meld moment with the kid. Like they're there with you and you're there with them. And just the whole dynamic changes. And we started realizing that at times it's really helpful just to, as opposed to doing everything as a family, to be like, we're going to do this thing apart. And maybe I take star and we go have a couple hours and my wife stays with sneak or we flip it up or whatever. And it just seems like the kids show up um, in just such a different, engaged, like excited manner. Uh, and so I'm wondering, is that just us? Do you all have this, uh, this phenomenon? And if so, I'd love to hear about you guys. And, and if it's something you've got, do you use it intentionally, right? Is it a, is it a thing you try to use as a dad, as a parent, um, as a part of your parenting repertoire? So I think it's, I think it's interesting, Tim, for, for you and me, because, um, we have two kids of the same gender. Right. Yeah. And so, um, I'm, I'm not really including nugget in this conversation. She's, she's too young to where this is really relevant, but, um, you know, our kids are in most cases interested in similar things, right. They get joy out of similar experiences. And so I think the thing with us is that Yes, uh, Dave, the same phenomenon happens in our family where I, we notice a totally different attitude, um, a more a more openness, uh, just better experience, more conversation, 
we just we have a great time when it's me when it's either me or my wife and just one of our kids when you have that one-on-one time it makes a difference it's something we try to do whenever we can the the problem is when 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 i or my wife take one of our boys to do something if it's something fun it's it's probably something that the other one would want to do as well yeah um you know, for example, um, you know, we, I had an opportunity to go to a Carolina hurricanes game and had two tickets. Right. And so (laughs) I asked, I asked my wife, I said, we, I was, we were just having the conversation of, well, should I, should I take one of the boys? And her immediate response was, you can't do that. You absolutely can't do that. It's like, I know. So I ended up, finding someone else to go um, rather than pick one of them. But that, that I think is the challenge with, with us. And, and Tim, I don't know if you find something similar given that you have uh, two girls, but we, if we can, if we can find a way to do that, it's great. Um, and yes, we notice totally different behavior in a good way in, in both of our kids when we do something one-on-one, but the challenge that we find is, how do we do that without making the other one feel left out? Because in all likelihood, we're, we're, we're going to take one to do something that they're going to enjoy. And the other one might feel jealous about. Got it. Yeah. So um, one-on-one time is something that we talk a lot about in our house. Um, there's a, a whole method of parenting, positive parenting that uh, you guys have probably touched on in some way. It's, yeah, it comes in, a lot of different forms, but the idea is, you know, trying to uh, focus uh, when you're parenting on uh, not constantly confronting negative behavior with equal force, like not getting into constant um, battles of will with your kids and instead trying to sort of um, uh, focus on positive behavior and make sure that you're rewarding positive behavior and not constantly uh, uh, criticizing or um, in some way having to discipline bad behavior. Uh, So, uh, you know, part of that, part of the whole positive parenting method focuses on -on one-on-one time. There are recommendations of trying to find even just 10, 15 minutes a day with each kid uh, that each parent is spending one-on-one. And we used to really focus on that, but, you know, then there was COVID and then everything else. And, you know, it's not always easy to have intentional time like that. But when, when we do find it, a lot of times, honestly, a lot of it is just focused on errands and things that we're doing anyway. Um, Because a lot of the times that we are taking the kids to different places to do fun things, it's because uh, the the big motivator for that at this point in their lives is birthday parties. Uh, Birthday parties where one kid is invited and the other isn't. Um, But especially like in the spring, but I felt like by the end of the school year, this, this previous year, there was like, three birthday parties a weekend between the two of them. I mean, it was just like nonstop birthday parties. So um, there was a lot of opportunity for us to take one in one direction and then the other child do something fun um, uh, with the other parent. Uh, But uh, a lot of times uh, absent that, you know, I think uh, the weekend before last, uh, I took uh, my older daughter, Piglet, and we went to Costco, you know, like went to Costco she helped out. We talked, 
we sat at the end, you know, and like split a hot dog, those giant Costco hot dogs, like split a hot dog and, you know, just talked. And the big idea with all the one-on-one time stuff being like, try to let them drive as much of the conversation as possible. Like, and if it's an activity, like really try to let them do something. You know, I mentioned before that I, I took a, a little bikepacking trip with my older daughter last fall that left my wife at home with my younger daughter. And so, you know, we were really excited about this little bike trip. Uh, and my older daughter had a great time. Piglet had a great time. They had a little chiclet at home. And uh, my wife says, you know, we can do anything you want, anything you want. What do you want to do with your time? And she's like, I want to uh, watch movies and I want to hug. <laughs> you know, like she, <laughs> she didn't, she wasn't like, I want to go to a petting zoo. No, she was just oh. like movies and hugs. That's all I want. Movies and hugs. Love it. You know, so really focusing on what they want to do and trying to make, you know, we we try to make banal little tasks like errands as much fun as possible. You know, you got to keep moving. That's the thing. It's like you've only got so many hours in the day, so you got to keep moving. But, um, you know, I, I, I think especially with my older daughter, we really have a lot of fun doing stuff like going to the grocery store or going to Costco or, or whatever. And with my younger daughter, she's just, you know, it, it's really one of those things where um, I don't know if you ever look into like the whole love language thing, with your kids. About Not with our lo- kids, no. Try it with your kids. There's a love language quiz for kids hmm. that oh. is, it can be really illuminating. We, we've done that with both of our daughters and it's like, the older daughter, it's like words of affirmation and quality time. The younger daughter, it's touch. Uh, and uh, I forget what her other one is. But I mean, and you see it like they just had their first day of school. And uh, my wife took them on their one-on-one teacher visits. And the uh, uh, piglet, the older daughter, she had a list in, you know, made in her notebook of all the questions she wanted to ask her teachers. And she had little check boxes and everything. Meanwhile, uh, uh, Chicklet, the younger daughter, she just goes in and squeezes the life out of everyone she sees. She hugs them so hard. They're about to explode. Every single person she sees that she knows at all. She just runs up, she charges them and just tackles them in a giant hug because that's how she expresses her, uh, her affection. So, um, everybody's every, every person's different. Every kid's different. And, um, so that, that's kind of how we play it is just trying to look at how they're different and play into that. I love it. I'm keeping up, keeping up the single kid play. Yeah. I'm also, Oh, oh, oh. I'm gonna get a little refill. Hey, me too. This show is presented by the Ginther group, a real estate team based right here in the triad and the only ones we trust here on the Triad Podcast Network. I've been podcasting with Blake Ginther and his team for a few years now, always blown away by how well the experts at the Ginther Group can make sense of a rapidly changing and oftentimes chaotic real estate market. I know I feel smarter after each episode we record right here on the Triad Podcast Network. Then when it came to sell a home, I chose the Ginther Group. They steered me in the right direction at all times in terms of how much time and money to invest in order to maximize the things I wanted out of the transaction. And we ended up selling for nearly 10% above asking. Look, I can't guarantee you the same results, but why wouldn't you at least meet with them 
and see what's possible. Call 336-283-8689 or visit thegintergroup.com to see if The Ginther Group can help you own your future. Now back to the show. Let's spin the wheel. Oh, hey, that's me. Oh, look at you. (laughs) Before we do that, uh, I'm going to open another beer from our friends at Fiddlin' Fish Brewing Company. Uh, This one is Camel City Session IPA. Mm-hmm. I love that. Lovely. You drink two ends of the IPA set. You go like double to halvesies. That's right. And this actually does have almost exactly half the ABV. This is a 4.8. So at the end of it, it's like you drink two 6% yeah. IPAs. That's right. Well played. Yeah. The other so one. You drink two, two cray. You're going to be four cray, which is That's... like four loco, which is. Hey, yeah, just... look at you with the math. Mm-hmm. Don't call me doctor for nothing. That's for Cray. <laughs> doctor of Cray. A doctor of Cray. I'm a doctor of Cray. I didn't doctor go to Cray. Cray Medical School to be called Mr. Cray. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, boys. So my topic is what movie or television line best describes your dad vibe or your dad's style? style i got one i got one okay i'm gonna say it in a bad imitation of the character and i'm gonna see if y'all figure out what it is we have no way of knowing what lies ahead for us in the future all we can do is use the information at hand to make the best decision possible it's it's gonna be fine your whole life is gonna be fine that is, is that a Christopher terrible Walken? Christopher Walken from yeah. Wedding Crashers. Yes! I'm Secretary Cleary from Wedding Crashers. And I didn't think that was a terrible Christopher Walken. You know, I just couldn't place the that, movie. That impression was not very good. I thought... <laughs> wait, hold on. I thought it was a I pretty thought, good Christopher Walken. We have no way of knowing. We have no what way of knowing. You, you, you were like... Yeah, you were like... No uh, little too much william shatner in there captain Kirk. I, think, I think he got it i think he got some little nuances uh, in there i think there were some little pieces very I'm pretty impressed. very little nuances <laughs> i knew the christopher walken part i knew that much i knew it i just didn't know i love that you knew it was wedding yeah. crashers yeah yeah nice job on wedding crashers hey he's talking to his uh his daughter claire yeah it's also it's a pretty great quote i like it weird, okay so weird, so weird explain character but I just think it's, it's, I don't know, it's kind of like my philosophy, right, man? You know, like, you just got to do the best you can do with what you got and just trust that it's all going to work out. That's all I got. And it's Christopher Walken. Like, that's pretty great. It's his second, best, it's his second best line from a television show or movie. What's, his, what's your favorite line from De- oh, Is God, it, Guys, uh, get, come on. Hey, hey, hey. I've got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. <laughs> You're going to want that cowbell, baby. I'm Bruce Dickinson. Have you, both watched, have you both watched Severed? No, I haven't watched that. Severed? Severance? Or Severance, you mean? Severance, yeah. Haven't Severance. watched Ben it. Stiller joint? Yes. Yeah. Adam Watch Scott Severance. is in there? Yes. Adam Scott. Christopher, Christopher Walken's, Walken's in, in it. It's John amazing. Turturro. It's great. Watch it. Watch it after you finish Bluey. I watched the first two episodes. I, I can't. I haven't gotten into it. 
Mm, keep watching. Mm. Okay. All right. We'll get around to it. We have been, uh, there's a, a few Apple TV uh, plus shows that we've been watching. Blackbird. Got to watch Blackbird. Loot. Haven't watched Blackbird yet. We, wa- we like Loot and we like For All Mankind. Yeah. Got to watch Blackbird. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll watch Blackbird. It looks a little murdery. It, oh, it's very murdery. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, that's one that I watched on my own. That was not one that it's a little too dark and intense for, yeah. for my wife. Yeah. My wife. <laughs> How about you, uh, Adam? What's your uh, quote? All right. So I'll set this up. Hopefully to um, two fellows that also like this movie as much as I do, we'll be able to get the quote. I'm going to try to lead into it and see if you guys can, can nail the quote. So the movie is Empire Strikes Back. It is the scene where Han Solo, Chewbacca, Princess Leia, and the droids, or just C-3PO, are trying to... They've, they've left the planet Hoth, and they're trying to avoid Imperial TIE Fighters. And they navigate themselves into an asteroid field. And to the disbelief of the other members on the, on the ship, Han Solo takes them right into an asteroid field to which C-3PO says, sir, the chances of surviving an asteroid field are approximately one in 3,720. And Han Solo replies, don't ever tell me the odds. There you go. That's your, that's your quote. That's mine. Don't ever tell me the odds. Don't, don't. Yeah. We, we can't get our kids to, five different activities on this Monday night after we've both gone to work. Don't tell me the odds. You tell me that I can't change a light fixture without turning off the breaker. <laughs> Never tell me the odds. I, I, I am look, it ain't always going to work out, but there's something about when like my, my kids are, are whimpering because they lost a, a toy or something that means a lot to them and they can't find where it is. It could be late at night, and I'm like, you know what? We're finding this toy. Forget <laughs> this. And I'm not really a competitive person. You guys know me. I'm not competitive at all, right? But I, 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 I like to, I like to go into situations that can sometimes seem helpless. And you know what? Just like Han Solo, you know, I may, I may get blasted into into space and into a zillion pieces by an asteroid unlike him spoiler alert but you know what don't ever tell me the odds that's nice that's a good one uh you you know i had a hard time with this one when you proposed it uh the idea of uh, a single movie quote uh summing up our parenting philosophy uh, there's so many good ones out there. Um, there, I, I don't know if that any of these nail it, but, um, I've got a couple that I put together. Um, one, one that I, I think sums up the way that I have especially felt in the last few years, uh, you know, since 2020 or so, uh, can be summed up by a little blue fish from a couple of movies, um, in the words, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep yeah. swimming. Uh, that's definitely how we feel sometimes. Uh, but also, our kids have been really into the Harry Potter movies lately. And there's a line that um, Dumbledore has uh, where uh, from Chamber of Secrets where he says, uh, it's not our abilities that show what we truly are. Do you remember this one? 
uh, it is our choices. And I think that that's something mm. that I try to instill mm. in the kids. Um, that's a good one. Yeah, it's not about what you're capable of. It's about what you demonstrate. And um, the, the way that that uh, sort of uh, informs a, the quote that is probably used the most often in our house, that like my kids roll their eyes when they hear me say, um, it's a quote that's been attributed to a lot of people. It's not from a movie, but it's like the thing that is kind of the ethos of life uh, and, and very much plays with both of those quotes simultaneously. And that's the, uh, the idea of um, it is better to light a candle than to curse the darkness. Um, when things are rough, when things are bad, when you're having a hard day, when things are breaking in the house, when you can't get along with your sister, you could either focus on that negativity or you could figure out a way to overcome it. And it's better to move on. Let's just move forward, forward motion. That is the, that is, man, now, now I'm coming up with all kinds of quotes. Another, another one is from the movie Copland. Do you remember? Wait, I'm going to pause you real quick. I'm going to leave you guys for one second. Cause I'm going to go do a dad moment of the like right now at the moment. I'm going to kill a roach in the bathroom. That's terrified. My wife. I'll be right back. Oh my God. This you is awesome. Talk amongst yourselves. This is awesome. Don't cut that out. Don't you dare cut that out. Uh-uh. That's amazing. This, will be, this could be our cliffhanger for the next episode. Will Dave get the roach? Did the roach kill Dave? Tune in next time. By a roach, is he talking about a joint that's down to the very last end? A half smoked joint? Yeah, pretty sure he's not. (laughs) I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that he's not talking about a half smoked joint. Though I, I, uh, that's another movie I thought about was Big Lebowski. Just every quote from it. That, yeah. That's my quote. The movie. The movie. What's the best quote from that movie? And proud we are of all of that. <laughs> no, there's a million good quotes from that. Uh, and lots of lots of ins and outs. A such, lot a of what wide range, such a wide range of Philip Seymour Hoffman characters. It's incredible. This is what happens, Donnie. <laughs> this is what happens. When you find... A stranger in the Alps. <laughs> I believe it's the <laughs> TNT version. He got it. He got it. He's waving a mandal. He got oh, it. Oh, he's doing his dance. He got it. He did a dance. Do a little dance. Kill a little roach. Get down tonight. Woo! Get down tonight. Yeah. Do a little dance. I'm back, baby. I'm back. Might might throw my back out on a baby. little bookshelf. Get it? Good dad moment. Uh huh. That's it. That's your dad. We, th- moment. we thought about making. We thought about. Oh wow. We thought about making that a cliffhanger for the next episode. Whether or not you actually got the roach. Did it get the roach? Played it cool. So got the got the roach. All right. Good to- good topic answers, guys. Well, well done. Yeah, man. Woo. All right. One final what spin. There? What do you got there? <laughs> Think it's still spin? Oh, oh, oh. it's all good stopped. thing it took that extra spin, <laughs> otherwise, it might have landed on it just past lose a turn and it landed on Tim. Oh, I thought it said time. Okay, Tim, uh, that's me. T-H-Y-M-E. Uh, T-H-Y-M-E. Um, more of a basil guy myself. Uh, so the wheel keeps on slipping. 
slipping 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 so that was a pretty uh, profound uh, topic that you just suggested. And I'm going to suggest one that's a lot less profound. A lot and less profound. Let's hear a it. A lot less profound. <laughs> so what I'm thinking of is <laughs> what is a, look, dad, stereotypical, right? But we like a tool. We like a thing, a thing that accomplishes a goal, a good tool that accomplishes a goal. Like a shoe uh, with a cockroach like a shoe with a cockroach. Uh, so my question for you is what is your favorite time saving, you know, sort of like moment conquering tool or item that you have purchased since becoming a dad that you have found to be invaluable in your daily life, or if not your daily life, just that every now and then when you use it, you're like, yeah, yeah, this is it. This is the one. I'm glad I have this. This is an important thing that I have. That would have taken a lot of time if I didn't have this thing. I need to think about this for a moment. So, uh, okay, I got it. Okay. Oh, you want to go, Tim? No, you go ahead. Mine's a, mine's a basic one, but I last night in the midst of building another piece of flat pack furniture, not throwing my back out this time. Uh, it was a stocking stuffer gift from my in-laws. Like all the son-in-laws got this exact same gift one year, a couple years ago, right? And all it is, is a screwdriver with like the little magnetic rotating bit that's got seven different screwdriver heads in it, right? Like the three, four Phillips and the three, four slots. And it's got the little adjuster. So it can either be only turns to the right or you can like turn to the right and then ratchet back to the left right like and then you can flip right like that one screwdriver is 95% of the needs I have for screwdrivers which you realize when you have kids and a thousand toys right like you need a screwdriver all the time and to not have to be going through like a kid of 20 and trying to figure out which one of these is the right size and then you get in you think you need a Phillips but you need a slot right like I was like, I told him over and over. I was like, this thing saves me more time than any other tool in my toolbox. And it was like the, you know, kind of like half a throwaway, like Christmas stocking stuff. Or like, ah, here's the screwdriver for you, right? It's amazing. Yeah, the right screwdriver is an incredible time saver. And especially if you can get down, uh, like my collection of screwdrivers has grown to include like things like the T25, like the little star yeah you know, bit screwdrivers and things like that. And once you have like just the right thing, the right size Allen wrench, the right size, you know, Torx bits, the right, then like, you're like, how did I accomplish anything before I had the right size screwdrivers? But I do love the little ratcheting guys. That's very satisfying. Yep. Yep. That's a good one. That's mine. How about you, Adam? What do you have? Still struggling. Go ahead, Tim. I'm going to keep thinking. So mine, uh, Adam had an opportunity recently. uh, Our families were able to take a little trip to a real treasure of the area, which is a a place in uh, uh, China Grove, North Carolina, near Salisbury, known as the Cherry Tree Resort. It is a resort, eh, not really a resort. It's it's like a farm-ish area uh, where you can stay in tree houses tree houses and they also have little hobbit houses uh it's a really cool place we enjoyed it there we stayed in these great tree houses 
and each one of them had a nice little fire pit area. Well, it was kind of a rainy weekend going into this, and we were having to have our fire time and also our grilling out time squeezed in between rain that was rolling through the area. So if you've ever tried to start a fire pit, you know, like, I don't know about you guys, but when I try to start a fire, like camp, a campfire, I'm not, it's not my forte. I'm not, I, we know people, we all know people who can like take the kindling and, you know, they have the little dryer lint, but you know, they can, yeah, they can carve, shave little bits of, yeah, and do all that. No, no, that's not me. That's not me. I'm not good at that. I'm, I'm not great. I'm not great at making a fire. I'm okay at making a fire. I'm never great at it. Even if I've got nice dry firewood and even if I bring some little cheater fat wood or something, I'm still not quite there. Well, I purchased for about $27 on Amazon a Flame King weeding blowtorch. This is a blowtorch that is shaped like a cane. You know, it's, it's, it, it looks like a walking cane and it is curved at the top. You take a one pound propane bottle, you screw it onto the part up near your hand and then you've got a blowtorch that is designed to go around. Uh, you can use it like uh, I use it on our driveway when we've got little uh, weeds that grow up through the driveway. I go through and use that blowtorch and burn the weeds. Uh, and that way you don't have to use a lot of extra chemicals and stuff. You can get it away uh, uh, and kill the weed in a way that's a little better than you know having to pull it all out. Um, and so since I had this blowtorch, I'd used it once before we had gone camping. There had been a rainstorm. I tried to make a fire. And then I, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm glad I brought this thing. So I brought out the blowtorch and I just blowtorched this fire to life. And it worked so well that when we were all there together at the Trezor, I used that blowtorch to light not only our s'more fire, you know, like our fire pit fire, but also to light the charcoal grill. And I got to oh. say, I'm never going back to not using a blowtorch. It was incredible. To light things. It is so satisfying. Everything is faster. And I, I can't know this for sure, but I'm, I'm, I feel like it's got to be better for, for everyone. Uh, it, because it's one of those things where, especially when you got little kids and you're trying to have a, a campfire oh, man. and like light a charcoal grill, like timing is so important. And, you know, kids got to go to bed and you don't know what you're having a thing that you can stick over there. And you're like, oh, oh, we want s'mores. OK, give me four minutes. Give me four minutes and I will get us a fire that is ready to make s'mores. on. Oh, oh, we want to cook on this charcoal grill for this. I might need six minutes, you know, and then you just get everything ready. You get the ashes, you get the perfect coals going, you get the fire going and it's all done with a friggin blowtorch. So, uh, I gotta, I gotta recommend it. It's pretty sweet. Uh, it's just when, when you're tired of messing around, when you, we, you know, when you absolutely positively have to light up everything in the fire pit, except no substitutes to paraphrase Samuel that. L. Jackson. I bought one. I, I bought one shortly after we returned from that trip because I, I'm, I'm kind of the same way with, starting campfires and i remember the first night we were there as soon as we arrived huge downpour huge thunderstorm 
and you know, the kids when they're in a camping environment, they want s'mores. And I, I was not knowing that Tim had this amazing device. I, I told them, I said, you know what? I, the, the firewood's too wet. It's going to be really hard to light a fire. We'll try again tomorrow night. And then all of a sudden into the blowtorch, like a, like a manna from heaven, uh-huh. <laughs> like a blowtorch from heaven. That's right. Here's That's Tim amazing. with his blowtorch. So that, yes, that is a time-saving tool. That was an absolute game changer for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So for mine, I think I'll go with, um, a, a device that we, um, that we purchased for, uh, for my oldest son for his birthday. Um, it was kind of his, his gift his one big gift from us for his birthday. Uh, you know, I, I think I told you guys on, on the last podcast, one of the things that our oldest son is really kind of become enthusiastic about is his independence, you know, being able to go out and do things on his own, walk to friends' houses and in the neighborhood and things like that without us. So um, I'll do kind of a, a PSA along with this, but we decided that we were going to purchase him a gizmo watch. Have you guys heard of these? It, they're, they're Verizon makes them. I've mostly heard of them from you. Yeah. Yeah. So I've heard of some folks. Yeah, so Verizon makes them. They're uh, they're smartwatches, but they're they're limited and and kind of operate within the realm of something that is just perfect and just uh, does just enough, but has enough limitations where it's okay for someone as old as our oldest son Cody. That's his code name. Um, and so you know he turns nine, we get him this Gizmo watch, and it's great because I can download the app on my phone. I can see, we can see where he is. So for example, when, when my wife in that previous dad moment story, when she took them to drive to Cincinnati, I could just look at the app and I could see where he was through GPS, where they were on the drive at all times. I could just check in and, and figure that out. Um, but it's, uh, it, it allows you to send messages, make calls, he can send text messages, but there's only like a list, a small list of pre-written responses like yes or no, or okay, I'm on my way or, you know, things like that. And you can control all the people that can either call him or he can make calls to. And it limits it at 10 people. So me, my wife, grandparents, you know, relatives, people that he would need to, to get a hold of. And so... Um, he can use that watch. He can walk over to a friend's house and we can tell him, Hey, send us a message when you get there. And, you know, instead of having to text the parent of the friend where he goes to play, we can just send him a message that, Hey buddy, time to come home. And he can, he can come home. So it's, uh, it, it, it makes it, it helps with the anxiety, with the paranoia Mm -hmm. of sending your, your child out on their own somewhere. And it works really well. Um, they're about, you pay a, you pay a data plan of like 10 bucks a month through Verizon. You purchase the phone or the, the watch itself. And, um, I, I, I think it's, I think it's been the, the perfect device for him to have at his age because it, you know, it's not like he has a phone. So he's, he's not gonna be buried in it all the time playing games or doing things that, you know, you, you might be a little cautious about. It's it's got just enough so that we can we can kind of you know rein him in on the independence or at least be able to have that leash long enough where we know what's going on, but it's something that isn't gonna like 
totally take him away from what he's doing because it's just going to be something that distracts him. So that's, that's, awesome. that's, that's the thing that we've gotten recently. I think that has been really helpful, not necessarily a, a life hack per se, but, um, but has, has made that part of his, uh, you know, this, that part of us parenting him at this age, a little bit easier. That's yeah, awesome. That's, that's really cool. I, I think that that's something that is, you know, we've talked about it on the pod before. I'm very concerned about phones, screens, mm-hmm. social, all that stuff as yep. they get older. Yep. And yep. the idea of being able to provide them with uh, a guardrail environment yep. uh, to have some access to those benefits without necessarily being unfettered in uh, the environments that, you know, you can find yourself in, uh, in, in the open world of communications is something that's appealing to me. So that, that's cool, man. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. We got, uh, blow torches. Yes. Gizmo watches. And screwdriver and screwdrivers. I think it's hilarious that, that my item the, was that a blow- is the dad trifecta. My item was a blowtorch, and then when you get to yours, I'm like, you know, phones can be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just worried about them. They're real bad. I'm just trying to earn this beard, you know. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, fun times, guys. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Oh,